Welcome to the Fantasy Hangover, a weekly fantasy football podcast. You can download us on Stitcher, iTunes, and Google Play. Also, head over to KnockedOutEntertainment.com for some other great podcasts and content. We're your hosts. I'm Shane. I'm Carl. I'm Chris. And I'm Zach. Now pop some Advil and grab your Gatorades. It's time for your Fantasy Hangover. And welcome back to Fantasy Hangover. Uh, so uh, you'll hear three voices tonight. Today. Tonight. <laughs> tonight. Maybe, maybe more if you're Randy Orton. Uh, I hear voices in my head. They talk to me. They call me dad. They are my kids. Um, so <laughs> I was going to sing along and then you just took a complete left turn. You're welcome. I had no idea where you were going. So the voice that's missing... Uh, so Chris is gone. Um, he's uh, he's not here. He's doing adult things. I'm sure. Yeah, he's like, being an adult somewhere. Our producer Kyle is here. Um, our producer Kyle's here. He's not on mic. He's he was here. supposed to make sure that we all behaved, but apparently that went horribly wrong. Yeah, clearly. When, that's... <laughs> when Chris is not here, we go off the rails a little bit. We get a little weird. Um, so we're this podcast today is going to be a little bit of a grab bag. Um, Hodgepodge, if you will. A, uh, potpourri. a potpourri. Potpourri. So today you've got potpourri from us. Potent potables. We're, uh, potent we're potables. Minnesota. You gotta, it's got to be a hot dish. It's gotta... I'll take an ape tit for 500 I'll take the condom thing for 200 <laughs> The rapist for six. Um, I'll take so, ape tit. So, uh, I'm sorry, yeah, everybody. Just like, just like we do every week, we are going to start... With quick outs. Define start. <laughs> Let's not do semantics here. I'm uh, bad at those. All right. Um, so actual NFL news from this past week. Uh, Deonta Foreman was arrested, um, which... Wait, who? Uh, sorry. Uh, Kmart... Uh, Devonta Freeman. Kmart oh, Kmart Devonta Freeman. That's yeah. right. Okay, yeah. Um, he was arrested for, what was it, unlawful possession of a weapon? And marijuana. Ooh, smoking the hooch. Oh, so he's Walmart Devontae Freeman, though. <laughs> oh, <laughs> nice. Essentially, yeah. Um, not a huge thing for a redraft league, but it might bump him down a little bit if you're drafting him in a... Uh, he definitely falls down a couple picks yeah, for me. Yeah, I mean, he already probably fell to the to mid-second, I would say. Uh, oh, in, I, I meant, uh, in a, like, in a dynasty league, he's going to fall, but in a redraft league, he's... In a redraft league, no, yeah. it's not going to affect him. He's probably not even... He's he's somebody that you might be looking at in the in the double-digit rounds. 14th, 15th yeah. as, as a handcuff. Yeah. Yeah, but uh, in, in, a, uh, in dynasty, in a rookie draft, you know, he was probably mid-second. Uh, after going to Houston, where he fell probably from a first round to a second round pick, mm. he might be a third round pick now. See, I think if you were a Lamar owner, a L- Lamar owner, if you were a Lamar, Lamar Odin. Sorry, what was his name? Lammy Mills. Um, I think if you're, a Lam- if you're a Lammy Mills owner, then he was probably closer to the top end of the second, if not late first, um, just to have that handcuff. Because what else are you really going to do with yeah, the tenth pick of the tenth, eleventh, twelfth pick of the first round? But I would say there's, you know, you say that, but I think there's some really good players going into like mid second, yeah, like fifteen, sixteen. Pick fifteen, sixteen is probably where I'd start to be like, oh, okay. I don't know where I'm going now. Okay, yeah. yeah, but no, but he definitely did fall down a few picks. Um, it's not good when a guy hasn't even touched an NFL field before he gets arrested and. Yeah, <laughs> he was in charge with mar- marijuana possession, Mary as, well as, as he, well as unlawful possession of weapons. He was a possible handcuff, but now he is in, in handcuffs. handcuffs. 
Oh, Carl ran away. Carl, come back. Come back. Oh, he's back. Okay. All right. I'm so sorry for that. Uh, so more news. Uh, Kirk Cousins and Le'Veon Bell are not expected to sign a long-term deal before the uh, franchise tags deadline on Monday. Or the, Although the, the deadline. Yeah. To sign the, a long-term deal. We record on Sundays, so the deadline will be tomorrow that they have to sign. I think it's by noon. I mean, they could. Yeah, it's they it's, could it's, sign it's noon Monday, I believe, but. Uh, Cousins at least said that he is willing to talk long term after the season. I don't know about Bell, but Cousins does sound like he wants to make a long long term deal happen. Might be just driving up his price tag for other teams. Yeah, San Francisco, probably not. Probably not. Give me one. That's all I ask for is one. You drafted C.J. Beathard, dude. You're fine at quarterback. I could very well see Cousins getting big money to be the next Pittsburgh Steelers quarterback oh, yeah. if Ben Roethlisberger retires after this season. That I actually is think 100% that's a, fair. I, I think that's a great spot for him, and I think it's something that nobody's talked about, but Roethlisberger's already said he's looking at retiring. Yeah, yeah. no, I really and like that. if he that. retires, I mean, that's... They don't have anybody in the wings for Roethlisberger. They didn't draft anybody this year, and I mean, you're not going to say that... Uh, oh, what was his name? Um, Tommy Maddox? No, you're Tommy Maddox. <laughs> The the uh the guy Cornell that, Stewart, <laughs> Terry Bradshaw, <laughs> the uh the backup this past year who came I, in. I know who you're talking the, about. The Oklahoma guy that I can't Kelly think. Of. Uh, no, um. <laughs> Sammy Biscuits. Oh jeez. Oh no. Sean King. Um. No, I I know Byron Leftwich. That's yeah, that one. Seriously, who was their backup this year? I, he, he's I, Oklahoma uh, quarterback. I keep on wanting to say AJ McCarron, but I know that's not that is, right. No, that is not right. His name starts with an L. Uh, it is LaShawn McCoy. Yeah. No. Um, it, anyway, he's not the future, is no. what I'm Landry saying. Landry Jones. Landry Jones. Jones. I knew it started with an L. Uh, he's not the future. He's He showed in games he's yeah. not the future. I mean, when he's on the field, Brown can't find the ball. So. Nope. And that's got to be Jones's fault, not Brown's fault, to be honest with you. Um, I wouldn't disagree. Yeah. But he's probably not getting a lot of time on those practice fields to build chemistry or rapport. Probably not. But I would think that the Steelers wouldn't be a team that once Roethlisberger is gone goes, well, we're going to have a, you know, a rebuild here. Yeah. But, I mean, there are good quarterbacks coming out in next year's draft as well. It is supposedly a stack draft. Supposedly, but... but I, I mean, mean, I've heard that before. One of the top guys is from Wyoming. I mean, how stacked can the position really the, be? The USC guy, I think, already said he's looking to go back to school. Right. He's yeah, he already he's already told people don't... Uh, Sam Darnold. He's yeah, Sam to- Darnold. Yes. He's already told people don't don't tank the season for me. He's talking don't, to Don't Jets. do a suck for luck kind of situation. Um, because he, he may even stay all four years at college. I mean, he may, that's what he said. Oh, was he, he a redshirt freshman? So he's got yeah. three years of eligibility. Yeah, he said he left. might stay all four years. Wow. Which I think would be a huge mistake, but if. It would probably cost him some money. Or if he might be smart and be sitting out this year because it's so stacked at quarterback that they don't know which one they're going to take and then be the only quarterback next year. Well, it, it also might be a case where, I mean. I realistically, the Jets are going to have the number one pick in the draft next year. And nobody wants to be a Jet. And nobody wants to be a Jet. So that could be a case, too, where he's just like, you know what? I'm going to let you do your thing, and I'm going to do my thing. You do you. And we're going to both go separate ways. Here we stand. But are you trying to say that the hack's not the answer? 
I'm not trying to say that. I, I am saying that. Oh, got it. Okay. He speaks the truth. The hack is not that. The uh, hack isn't back. He is one of two. Return of, Return the, of the hack. Okay. Uh, <laughs> nice. He is one of two nice. players I have seen at quarterback in the last 10 years where I have seen them highly rated and laughed at the fact that they're highly rated. Do you know who the other one was? Uh, Jamarcus Russell? Johnny no. Manziel. Nope. Uh, Tim Tebow. Nope. Teddy Bridgewater. Nope. Um, I love Teddy. So do I. Rest in peace. Hey, he's not. He's dead. throwing. I, he's throwing. He played. He uh, practiced without a knee brace the other day too. Yeah, I mean, he put it back on. on later in the week, but and that's a good sign. They're saying he's probably going to be pup and then uh, back on the field midseason. He was drafting. He was drafted in the same draft, I believe, as no, it wasn't Cam. Eli Manning. No, it was Jake Locker. He is the only other guy in the last ooh, 10 ooh. years who I have laughed at when I actually out oh, laughed out loud when he got drafted. You know, you say that, but yes, he wasn't, you know, he wasn't the truth. He wasn't the number one quarterback, but he, he was better than Christian Ponder, Fact. who was drafted right after him. And if he didn't retire because he got so many concussions, I think he could have been a serviceable starter in the league. He could have been very well an Alex Smith like player. And you, you, you respond that way, but if you look at the, what he did when he was on the field, he was showing that too. I mean, he wasn't he wasn't a uh, a game breaker, but he was he was on his way to being a game manager. But the rest of the team couldn't have held up with him being a game manager. He definitely wasn't a top, you know, three quarterback. I wouldn't even have put him in the top twenty in the draft. Oh, in the draft. I thought you meant like in, gen- in general. Oh, no, NFL. I was saying he's probably wasn't a he probably shouldn't have been a top three quarterback in the draft. He was more he's probably more so a uh, top tier backup kind of style guy. But yeah, like I said, it, and really, when it comes down to it, like an Alex Smith is also a top tier backup kind of style guy rather than a, a great starter. If you if you're a good game manager, you're going to be a, a decent starter in the NFL. You're going to make money. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we, we just have a I, we just have a different opinion. Which, but is I mean, it was the fine. fact that he got like forty seven concussions in three weeks, kind of destroyed him. Yeah, that that many will definitely do it. Yeah, I, I don't know if it, I think that he might a, be a little he, bit of a jump. Up uh, from it the was a bit number, of an but, exaggeration. In about a season's worth of time, it wasn't one season. It was uh the end of one season into the next season. He had three concussions. Yeah, and then he hit. He, he Jordan hit the four- Cameron did, and Jordan read it, read it, read it. Read it, it? read it, um, read it, read it. But he also had, uh, but Locker was somebody that had, I think, three or four in college as well. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think they said that at the end of his career, he had eight concussions but altogether. My my whole thing comes from when my comment though came from a college statistical standpoint, where his numbers were not good. Both yeah. him and Hackenberg did not have good numbers, and that made me less. Ex- if you can't even put up good numbers against inferior competition. What are you going to do against real NFL players? Well, Hackenberg wasn't against inferior competition because he was in the Big Ten and to- which is the defense league. I mean, okay, Big Ten is deep. Hackenberg, Hackenberg's hit more reporters than he has receivers at this point. That's true. true. And to be fair, <laughs> Hackenberg, when he first got to college, was considered like people thought he was going to be the truth. Oh yeah, After, then, same thing with Jake Locker. But like, so when you say highly rated, are you saying highly rated out of college or going into college? Because no, so once they're college, in, he wasn't like, once they're in college, they are they are thought of as high end prospects with high end ability. I would, and once they get to the pros, they suck. I would argue that Christian Hackenberg was a high end prospect his first year at Penn State. Oh yeah. And then yes. as he went 
went on, people started to see through that facade and started to realize this guy is not the truth that we thought he was. Whoops. And then the Jets just fell on the grenade and drafted him in the second round. Third round. Second second round. round. So um, He was like 65 overall or something so, like that. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. At a cons- comp- compensatory. So, anyway, let's move on with some more. Oh, do we um, have to? Yeah. I'm I love tired. talking on the hack. All right. So, uh, John Elway is close to a, uh, sources say that John Elway is close to a five-year extension, which would make him the most lucrative, it would make him one of the most. The second highest paid front office personnel behind Bill Belichick. And uh, front office does not include head coaches normally, mm-hmm. but Belichick is being included in that because he is the uh, president or the GM. It, do president they cons- do they personnel? put him as a GM or is he the president of player personnel? I mm, I can't remember. Let's let's be honest. He runs the show. Oh, he does. I either, mean, that's, that's way, for sure. He has complete control over the players. Which yep. I mean, he's shown that he should. Right. Yeah. He's one of a handful of coaches in the NFL that actually does have a full full control over the team. I think you know, I know Pete Carroll is one of them. Um, he has full. Does control. Pete Carroll have yeah. that now? Because yep. I know it wasn't right away that they gave it to him. Yeah, no, it was within the last year or two that they, he was given the full control of the team. Um, oh, when was the last Super Bowl win? <sighs> Sorry. Uh, Don't apologize to me. I'm a Niners fan. I'm fine with them losing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, Harbaugh had complete control when he was there. Oh, that went well. It did go well. That it went did. well. That was actually a very, that was very good. Turns out he can run a team. You know who also had full control? Chip Kelly of the Eagles. That's true. That's, that's and look how true. well that went. Hey, hey, he turned that team around. I mean, the wrong direction. He <laughs> turned it around. <laughs> he pulled the e-brake and just, just swung that rear end around. And All right. that, <laughs> What that, else do we got for news, Carl? That analogy crashed into a wall. Um, Michael <laughs> Floyd has officially been suspended for four games for drinking kombucha. Kombucha is a hell of a drug. Kombucha is a hell of a drug. So we finally have resolution to this. Finally. Um, and then... For our last bit of uh, fun news. Uh, How we- much kombucha does it take to blow, what, what do you blow, like a point one one? Point one four, I think. Point one four? Or, no, oh, he, aggravated. He, oh, no, he blew point oh one four. Or point oh four four is what it was. Because it was under the legal limit. He wasn't over the legal but limit. But you had to be, but he but had to he be had under. To be under zero. Like, he couldn't have. He, he, he couldn't have had it. Like, he was if to you were to abstain from alcohol, period. If you were to swallow mouthwash, it might have set something off. Yeah. Got it. Okay. <laughs> Like, he was supposed to be completely dry. So if he was addicted to Listerine spray like I am, he would have been screwed. Probably, yeah. Probably, yeah. Okay. Um, and then our last bit of fun news. Uh, speaking of spray, uh, Cody Latimer was <laughs> pepper sprayed after slapping a strip club bouncer. Uh, was that this past weekend? Uh, no, this happened actually a while ago, but the, but video, the video was released. The video just came out. So yeah. they're on YouTube. But it's safe to say uh, Cody Latimer has done more in his on the streets in his city than he has on an NFL field at this point. Best hit of his career. Well, he's a wide receiver. but um, <laughs> I like it, though. Hits. I like it. Just, it was good. And that is I mean, he's had, what, 20 catches in two seasons after being a second-round pick? Uh, this is going into his fourth year. Is he going into his fourth year, not yeah, his third year? Oh, geez. And he's got like 20 catches altogether. I mean, yep. he's not done. He well. was in the same. Who was the? I think there was a Texans receiver that they had super high hopes for. And he did. Braxton kind of, Miller. No, it wasn't Braxton Miller. It wasn't Jalen um, Strong. Will Fuller. Jalen Strong. Jalen yeah, Strong. Strong was last year, though. Because last year was Jalen Strong's rookie year. No, it was not. Wasn't it? I know he's not a Texan, but for some, but I know he was the same draft class. Where did Farrell Cooper go again? Is he at Rams? Ram? Rams. No. Okay. Has he caught a ball? He got a touchdown during the preseason. Oh, that's good. I mean, that helps. I don't know if he did anything during the regular season, but all you preseason fantasy owners, whoop, whoop. 
jump on it. Get ready for those fake punts. Show me what you've got. Show me what you've got. All right, and that is all for quick outs. So it's time to now bust some caps. Well, are you going to do this for every every topic that we do? <laughs> you know what? I remember, wasn't. It's a mixed bag. I wasn't, but now I am going to. <laughs> Carl, you need to grab me a couple more beers. All right. Oh, Jesus. All right, so now I'm going to, in in honor of Deontay Foreman, I'm going to bust some caps on our main topic. Because normally you'd be busting tabs, but... Yeah, he I, had a gun. Yeah, I, I just, and guns are weapons, and yeah, and I, guns have caps in them, guys, and they get, can be used as weapons. Guys, I get the joke. I, you, why do you still look confused? Then that's just how I look. That's a good point. Um, so to start off the main topic, we are going to actually do some fantasy talk and discuss uh, draft strategies, what we like, what we dislike. Um, there are some very well-known draft strategies, like zero wide receiver, zero running back. Uh, there's light versions of each of those as well. Auto yeah. pick. Auto picks. <laughs> Auto pick. Yeah. That's, uh, there's always that one guy. There's always that one guy. It is. Okay. So I just got a note from our producer who is informing me that it is the fantasy hangover, not the fantasy get drunk. Kyle, stay in your lane <laughs> today. It is the fantasy get drunk. Chris isn't here. We're we're going. We're we're rolling. Uh, so so drinking diet code red Mountain Dew. Do because I am hungover. <laughs> <laughs> to start off, uh, do either of you have a uh, favorite strategy? My favorite strategy. I know ESPN this is top one hundred. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, my personal strategy. Honestly, it's follow my gut. I don't do any like pre work before the draft. When it comes up to the guy that I want to take. I take the guy that my gut says to take. So, and part of the reason for that is in our in one of our drafts last year we had called the XFL. Um, shout out to Vinny Mac. Uh, this is the XFL. <laughs> Big sweaty man. Raw. <laughs> uh, last year I came in. I had the seventh overall pick, and I was like, okay, well, you know, I'm probably gonna be able to get one of like Des Bryant, AJ Green. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott at worst case scenario at seven overall. Yeah, I'm sure Des Bryant's available because at seven overall, Des went number four. AJ I'm Green, sorry for no, Des went number was. no. So Zeke went three. This was De- AJ Green went four. Des went five. This is the league you're joining. This is the league you're joining. Oh, I'm happy. <laughs> so <laughs> I think the guy that drafted Des is the guy that you're taking over for though. Well, I'm not keeping him. So. <laughs> I know um, I'll have my first pick. But that that's why I don't go really too far into strategy because it's it's a crapshoot on who's going to be there when you do pick. You could always go in with the theory of I'm going to take just running backs or I'm going to take just wide receivers, where which we'll get into those draft strategies. But my personal one is go with your gut. Does that does your strategy change league to league, whether it's a PPR, non PPR? Because to be I, honest with you, mine really doesn't. It, it honestly, it really wouldn't until after maybe like the first round, first round or two. Because it either if, if I don't get one of those top three running backs, then I'm gonna wait. If I, I'm just gonna wait on running backs. If I don't get one of those top, no matter three what in the type first, of league it is, pretty much, yeah. 
Okay. Whether it be regular or regular, whether it be standard or PPR, I'm not going to. The top three this year being Zeke, uh, David Johnson, and, and Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell, just yeah. so that Just so the listeners. Fair. Think. Yep. If I don't get one of those big three, I'm just going to, I'm going to wait. And they get... were also probably the top three last year, too, I would think. Anybody that Zeke you... may not have been, but I, I know Dev, Dev would have been. Lev Bell and Dev <laughs> Because I think Delegulon. people would have probably still had Adrian Peterson up there, too, at the time. They could have had him up there, yeah. This is wildly a tangent, but where do you guys have AP right now? Uh, I'd probably one. put him somewhere around 16 to 18. Okay, that's that's fair. That's fair. Yeah, I, I still think he's a top 20 player because I think he is the number one guy in... New Orleans. I'm not sold that he's the number one. I there. I I feel like New Orleans is going to go heavy towards the uh, towards the the kind of the Patriots uh, line of vision where whoever's giving you the best right then is going to be the guy carrying the ball. Which last year a lot of times on goal. I mean, blunt last year goal lines. Yes, he was a he was a top ten uh, fantasy football player because of to, all the touchdowns. How do we get to blunt? Well, I was talking about the Patriots style. Oh, okay. Um, yes. I was, I was no, no. I, I was talking about the I was talking about the Patriots style yeah. because you know they had a top ten uh, fantasy player last year, but I mean the year before that, year before that, year before that. I mean ever since Corey Dillon, I think that they didn't have a a top fifteen, top sixteen running back in Lawrence on their team. Maroney had one solid year, and so did Ben Jarvis Green Ellis did well for him. And then there was another one too. Did law firm? I, I don't think he was a top ten the year that he had a good year though. Maybe. We're, but so, but with that said, I, I feel like New Orleans because of the running back committee that they have will lean towards that. That you know we're we're not going to have a bell cow. We're not going to have a guy that's going to you know none of my, none of our running backs is guaranteed ten touches a game really. Yeah. So I I because Ingram's Ingram's good. I mean, Ingram is a really good running back who they obviously don't like, but if he's the hot hand, which he very well could be for a lot of the year, he could be he could be taking those touches away from AP, where I think a lot of people will overdraft him. Overdraft yeah, AP, I that think, is. I, I think a lot of people are going to overdraft AP, especially in Minnesota. Oh, um, yeah. So I just looked up what his ADP is uh, through um, fantasypros.com, and his ADP is currently 67. So round seven. Round seven. That sounds about right for me. That sounds fair. What running back number is he going? Do you know? Uh, he's running back number twenty-one. Okay, that sounds about right. That's I would not rank too far off. From I'd rank. Him, I'd rank him about twenty. So that yeah. sounds about right to me. But I also I am upside a, I, really. Draft yeah. strategy point. I am not going to draft AP because I don't want to have to take the risk on him or Ingram. Right. Yeah. No, I would stay away from the New Orleans backfield. Yep. I, I would look at them like the There's Patriots a lot backfield. Of, yeah. Okay, so which backfields, since we're doing kind of a grab bag thing here, mm-hmm. which backfields would you stay away from in in a redraft format? Three for sure. One would be New Orleans. Yep. Two would be Patriots. Three would be the Bengals right now. Okay. Because yeah. they just drafted a third running back to mix into that f- that field, yeah. where I don't think they're going to give Mixon a lot of carries this year, to be honest with you. Okay. Um, and a lot of that has to do with the fact they want some of the hype around him to die down. Right. Yeah. Um, I think, especially early in the season, he's not going to get a lot of looks. Um, early in the season, it's going to be all Jeremy Hill's show. Um, obviously, they'll mix in. Mix in? Mix in? They'll, they'll throw Mixon into the mix. Um, Gio will... Come you know come back roughly probably week six or week eight. Yep. Um, you know he'll start to get his touches back. 
I think later in the year is he predicted to be pup? Is he predicted to be out that long? I, well, he tore his ACL in like week twelve or thirteen of last. Was it year. that late? I kept thinking yeah, it was. It was, it was like late. nine. It was okay. Super late. And as far as we're aware, he's not Adrian Peterson. Where Adrian Peterson. where he comes? He back actually in is. Ex- he actually is a human. Yes, he's a human, normal human being. And as good as the um, ACL, as good as the ACL like surgery technology has gotten, um, it, it still, still takes time. It, it's still a long recovery process. You're, yes. you're still tearing a muscle, right? Yeah, Not you're still tearing a muscle. So another one that I would honestly throw in though is Carolina. I don't have a lot of interest in the Carolina backfield. Um, I don't know I, that one doesn't worry me as much because it's just two players. Yeah. Um, Until you throw in Curtis Samuel in the mix, who could get out of the backfield touches. Yeah, but he's going to get Percy Harvin style out of the backfield touches. Where I, yeah, I don't fair. think that, you know, that might be two or three a game at max. Okay. Uh, Whereas right now, I think you're just going to get a Jonathan Stewart, um, D'Angelo Williams sort of split with Jonathan Stewart and Christian McCaffrey. Yeah. Yeah. Um, as as a team that I would stay away from, I would just stay away from the Jets. I'd stay away from the Ravens. Really? I would not. I the Ravens backfield, yes. Ravens backfield, yes. Yes, yes. Ravens backfield, yes. I actually really like uh, Mike Williams. Don't say Joe Flacco. Okay. Uh, no, um, not Mike Williams. Mike Wallace. Mike, Mike Wallace. Wallace. Thank you. I'm right there with you, Carl. I, I like Mike Wallace. And they just signed Jeremy Macklin too. Right. So I mean, they've got some wide receiver wise, they've got some some people there, but I mean, they've got so many players with the same skill set, except opposite of what the Patriots have where they've got all third down uh, pass catching backs rather than uh, goal line backs that the Patriots have. Um, It's just uh, backfields. If you, if you're looking at teams and you see multiple players in the backfield that could be doing it two might drop the value of each of them. If there's three players in there that might be mixing time, that's when you should go. All right, I'm going to stay away from this for a while. Because drafting someone like that, or drafting, you know, um, I'm trying to think of a good example here. Um, even so, let's say you do end up drafting Jeremy Hill somewhat early for whatever reason. Um, that essentially changes your draft strategy. That later you have to pick Joe Mixon or you have to pick G. Yeah. Bernard, um, which is not something that I personally like to do. I know a lot of. People well, do do that. But. The hardest part about that, though, is like you said, the three-player one is the hardest one because it's okay to draft. Let, let's say you drafted, uh, um, uh, Crowell, um, yeah. <laughs> Isaiah Crowell. You could you could grab Duke Johnson Jr. Uh, later yeah. on and feel comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. If you drafted um, Hill, and then later on you drafted uh, Giovanni Bernard. You're not going to feel comfortable because there's also Joe Mixon. You've still got that third player there that could be getting the carries. The third head of the Cerebus is still there. AP, Ingram, Kamara. Uh, oh, God. There's 17 running backs in the Patriots' backfield. Um, yeah. West. That's a uh, game in all of itself. West Dixon. West Dixon Allen. and Woodhead. Uh, and Javorius Allen. Yeah. I mean, there's. it's just those. If you can name more than two players in a backfield that you think might get carries. <laughs> Stay away from that team. That's, yep. that's a draft strategy from Shane to back on the main topic. Right. No, yeah, that that's a good one. Mm. Um, that was it my turn, I suppose? Yeah, yeah. go ahead, Carl. So uh, my favorite draft strategy is 
I usually try and go Kansas City running backs. Yes. Yeah, um, KC running backs. KC running backs. <laughs> Trade as many first round picks as you need to. It's true. Um, <laughs> in all seriousness, I like to do uh, tier based. Um, I try and you know create some sort of tier system that mm-hmm. I feel comfortable with. Um, you know, I'll rank. You know, like the top tier would be like Julio Jones, um, Antonio Brown, obviously the three headed running back machine of Zeke, yep. David Johnson, and so essentially I. You know, wherever. saying that if I get any of these guys, I'm happy. Yes. Um, so if I'm sitting at you know pick six and I've got five guys in the top tier and one of them lands to me, I'm ecstatic because I'm able to get someone who I think should be a top five pick, and they fell to me, and I'm getting extraordinary value. I like I really try and get the most value from each one of my picks as I go doesn't always work out that way but when you say tiers do you have like a certain number you normally put in each tier or no is he's it talking about the ones ear? that roll down his face it's the ones that roll down my face whenever uh jamal charles blows out his knee um which one yes does it matter <laughs> it does it doesn't matter what knee um so it's not necessarily a set amount of players um just to, just you just say that these guys are worthy of first run eh? I mean, you just said uh, a tier of the top five. Like, do you, does it normally become like a round of players after the top five, or no, is it because like second tier becomes a little bit broader? It's you know not it's because tier one is those are those elite players that you know you cover. Tier one's your O face. Yes. Okay. If, I, if I'm getting a top five pick, if you're at pick ten and somebody in your tier one comes to you, you're gonna be, oh oh oh. Exactly. That actually happened. What was it last year or two years ago in one of our drafts? Um, someone fell down to you in our other dynasty league. Oh yeah, who the hell was that? Um, it was Parker. Parker fell oh, to yeah, you at Devon- like number Devonte Parker I, fell to Carl at like number nine. I was at mm-hmm. number nine and Devonte Parker, who I ranked as my number four overall player that year, it, coming out of the draft. It was, you know, at the time he was, he was. Yeah, there. no, I get that. Um, at felt, the time, it made sense. Yeah, fell to me at number nine, and I was like, "What? What?" I sent Carl a message right away. I'm like, "Hey, congratulations on Devonte Parker." And I hadn't been paying attention to the draft because we were doing it um, via email, and I was just waiting for my pick to look over who had gotten picked and make make up my mind. And I'm like, "Wait, what?" And so I look look back through. I'm like, "There has to be a mistake. Someone had to have taken him." Nope. And no one had taken him, and I'm like. All right, because cool. someone, I think two guys in a row went with quarterbacks in the top seven. That's weird. Yeah. Oh, that was the Winston uh, Mariota year. Yeah, it was. They went Winston. They, went, they got good quarterbacks. Yeah, well, they got good quarterbacks, but whoever drafted Mariota but really good. At, at, at the time, though, when you're taking a quarterback over a wide receiver, which is a whole another draft strategy yeah. for or rookie drafts, early round wide receiver. Yeah, that means if you're drafting quarterback in uh, in the first round of a rookie draft, you're desperate. Or you've got a once in a lifetime Andrew Luck talent, which hasn't happened since Andrew Luck. So, right. um, I would say Jameis Winston was pretty high up there. I, I still wouldn't, unless it's a two quarterback dynasty league. I wouldn't take. Yeah, no. I mean, if you're looking sure. for people to get you shellfish, I don't know. He is pretty shellfish with the ball. Uh, <laughs> Actually, he's not. no, he's not. He he's, shares he's the not other team. He sh- <laughs> oh. he's a giver. Um, I'm sorry, Jameis. It, it reminds me, though, of when we were doing our initial draft for the Dynasty League I'm in, the uh, was it DFL? Uh, DFF. 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 Dynasty Football Federation. I can never remember the name of our league. No. Uh, for <laughs> DFF, um, I, had a, I, I had a tier I think you of, need to be stripped of that belt immediately. Carl? Done. Going downstairs and getting it right I now. will murder everyone in this room. <laughs> uh, so I was number six, and I had a tier of five players. 
And then I remember number two overall was Marshawn Lynch yep. in a dynasty one point PPR league. To and I fair, went, oh, enjoy your one year. Yeah. And to be fair, at the time, it wasn't. a Well, at least it brought them a championship. Oh, it wait, was, no, it brought it just, me a championship. It was a good pick, but it just wasn't a dynasty good pick. Right. It yeah. was a good pick because he did have a good year that year. Yeah. It just. No, actually, no, he didn't even have a good year. That, year. that was the it year that he was, was injured for half the year. Oh, yep. yeah. So it wasn't a great pick. It was a great pick for a redraft league. Yes. It wasn't a great pick for a dynasty league, and it, it let Andrew Luck fall to me, which actually didn't work out great for me. I mean, my first two, my first and second round pick that year was Andrew Luck, Rob Gronkowski. At least your first two, pick wasn't worse than mine. Two players that uh, that ended up very injured that first year. Yeah. One that ended up injured their career. Um, um, oh, go, go ahead. I've got a point after after this. But no, that's that's really so. So to to the point of this a little bit, know what league you're doing. Like know what yeah, kind of league yeah. you're doing. Um, if you're doing know who de- you're playing against too, because if you got like people that are recording a podcast about fantasy football, uh, maybe you should do some more research. Yeah, <laughs> I mean we're not saying we're perfect players, but we do have a leg up because this is our passion. Right, we love fantasy football. We're not going to draft. Uh, Somebody that got injured uh, two weeks ago in in the first round or second round just because it's yeah. a name we know, right? Yeah, I mean, and th- th- you think that that's that makes us sound like or what I'm saying makes us sound pretentious, pretentious, but it happens. I've seen it happen in leagues. Mm. I've seen people take somebody that's out for the season in the first round. Yeah, I mean, it's it's weird. I've seen somebody take a kicker number one overall because he didn't know what he was well, doing. That's right. Oh, I hate- and then and then we actually reset the draft so that he couldn't he didn't have to take the kicker and then he took like the number fifteen he running back. Took, uh, no, he took well he took oh, yeah, law he took firm Walfirm, and then he took Tony Romo and then he took Tony Romo. Yes, that's right. No, uh, he was it. Did we reset it twice for him and then he ended up with Romo or because we were joking and we were like, yeah, kicker's the best choice and he chose like Stephen Hauschka. Oh, first yeah. overall, and we're like, well, at least you picked the best one. But no, it was Nate Kading. I remember what year this was. But why would you? Oh, we but, reset the draft. We reset the draft. We okay. let him. We let him pick again, and but, then oh, he took Tony Romo, and then he took uh, Law Firm on the on the go round. I think it was in the second round. He took yeah. Romo round one, Law Firm round two. two. Oh. Romo number one overall. Number. Oh, the thing geez. is, a little bit of research will go a long way to help you avoid. Silly, silly little mistakes. Like to that. help you avoid, I mean, even people that are casually football fans laughing at what you're doing too. Yeah, I, so that you're not taking Randy Moss or Terrell Owens. So okay, story <laughs> time on that one. Yeah. So Carl and I, um, I actually I don't know Carl if you're in the league anymore. I am in the league. You're in the league. Okay. I am in the league. Yes. Okay. We should talk later. Um, but so he's got a Kansas City running a, back for a you. Couple, <laughs> a couple years ago, uh, we had. We were drafting, and we have we have this league. It's called a it's a co-ed league. So the guys run the team, and the girls do the drafting for the guys. So a couple years ago during our draft, somehow my partner's list got inverted, and so instead of going from the top players to the bottom oh, players, no. it was going from the bottom players to the top players. So two rounds in a row, not only did she draft Randy Moss. But she also drafted Terrell Owens, who were both retired. So I'm just going to say, though, bad on you, ESPN, for having retired players on your list of yeah. eligible draftable players. But also bad on 
you know, my partner for that. They show that. they no, they put them on the list in case they come out of retirement. So that you can take them in round 14, round 15. And to be fair, that was the year, I believe that was the year right after the, he was on the, Randy Moss was on the 49ers. He had and, just retired. Yeah, but still. I understand why they put him there, <laughs> but they put him in a spot where it's not easy to find them. Because I had a roommate yeah, who was trying invert the list. very hard to draft Marshawn Lynch the year he retired. Uh, okay. And she was looking for him forever. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you know, it's your pick. And she goes, yeah, I can't find the guy I want. And it's like, who are you looking for? Marshawn Lynch. I was like, you, you should find someone else. Like, I helped her out. Oh, I, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were sitting at the kitchen table. Yep. That. Right, yeah. I helped her out. She she ended up picking Aaron Rodgers, I think it was. And she had a pretty good year. Um, but mm-hmm. she was she was searching for Marshawn Lynch. Who was there? We found him in the end. Yeah. But I, I understand because of players like Marshawn Lynch who come out of retirement. Uh, you know, he didn't come out in retirement mid-season, but it happens. I mean, players come back. They decide that they didn't want to retire. Brett Favre did it seven times. Right. There are rumors that Megatron might come back. I don't think that's yeah, happening. I don't think it's going to happen, but I'm just I, yeah, There were rumors that Barry Sanders were going to come back for about eight years. <laughs> <laughs> but hey, Todd Marinovich is making a comeback. That's true. Todd Marinovich oh is God. making a comeback. What? I missed this news. Yeah, he's... he's uh, it's not for, for an arena NFL, league, or yes, it's some sort of like division three NFL, a version of the NFL kind of team that he's coming back to play quarterback for at Omaha age forty eight. Oh Jesus! I mean, good for him, I guess. How, that would be like I Jeff mean, he George was great when he was comeback. in the league. Je- Jeff, Jeff George Junior. He plays for the Illini. I know, he's terrible. <laughs> he's really bad. Really, he threw like seven interceptions in the game. Oof. Oh, Lovey. Lovey Smith and the Fighting Illini. Just not a good... Hey, I'm hoping that he turns them around. I want every team in the Big Ten to be good. <laughs> you want every team in the Big Ten to go 11-1? and one? No. I want every team in the Big Ten to go 5-5 five and five because they're all terrible to play. Sorry. I don't normally cuss on this <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel, Shane. I want... I want... Here's my anger about college football. Real okay. quick, as we're on the Grab Bag bo- Podcast... I get super mad that everyone talks about how great the SEC is when they have four great teams and then a load of crap to play. Yeah. Kentucky, Vanderbilt. Yeah. I mean, they've got a whole bunch of teams that are not just not good at all. Yeah. Like they have okay records because they all play each other. Uh, But they're not. I mean, even like Arkansas, who people think are good. And then the second they play a good team, they fall apart. God, Brett Bielema. I. Oh, don't even get me started on Brett, Brett Bielema. Bielema. Yeah, he, who went from a great situation to a bad situation. Right. Yeah, I didn't understand that. Yeah. He, but when you've got like teams like the Big Ten, where even like you look at some of their bad teams like Indiana, who can score 56 points on a good defense mm. and still lose a game. I mean, you mind like, you. But yeah, Indiana, Northwestern, Purdue. Well, I Northwestern mean, actually has Northwestern been. actually did pretty well last year. Yeah. I, it, they've got even their... Like they've got their bad teams. I mean, mm. Illinois has not been good in a long time, right? Uh, but to be fair, Minnesota wasn't good for a long time. Yeah, exactly. But their mid-tier right teams actually are competitive. Yeah, which is nice. Mm. And their mid-tier teams aren't going to lose to Division Two teams randomly in the middle of the season. Fuck you. <laughs> That's two. God <laughs> blessed. You mean like the Iowa Hawkeyes did to North Dakota State University? I honestly wasn't even thinking about that when I was saying it, but yep, that's true. I'm not so (laughs) sure if we should record without Chris anymore. (laughs) 
Oh God! I, <laughs> um, but oh, for a National it's, Ice Cream it's, Day, my roommates have an ice cream. Kind of like Daddy uh, just hit Mommy at the dinner table. But a little bit. <laughs> what I'm saying is that it makes me mad that the SEC is so overhyped, and I'm such a Big Ten fan. <laughs> I'm I'm a homer. I'm sorry. Go blue. Okay, should we should we keep keep going? Or I don't know. Where do we even leave off? We were talking about Carl's draft. Well, strategy. we actually haven't even really talked strategy for me. Um, yeah, yeah. So Shane, go ahead. So one of the things that I am is I am such a running back homer. I love running yes. backs. I've talked about this on previous podcasts. Yep. Oh, I, we we know we're in leagues with you. We do the podcast with you actually, and it works for me. Um, I love running backs. I, I love good running backs, and mm-hmm. I like to trade quarterbacks that are okay for them. Uh, and also, uh, <laughs> for those who don't know, <laughs> hey Zach, how did that? Uh, how did it? Feel I like may that? have traded uh, Matt Ryan to a quarterback needy team. You know, we don't need to talk about that. And in re- Matt Ryan, I think a fourth round pick. And in return, I got David Johnson in a second round pick. To be fair, he he did become the NFL MVP. Yeah, he, I'm sure he did great. Trading. And to be fair, he also helped me get into the finals against you. It's right. Uh, Matt Ryan helped two teams get into the finals against Patriots fans. Um, and in both ways. <laughs> You've had better jokes than that. I expect better. I lo- yeah, I'm, I I'm a little I upset. Like, I like that. I, I expect better, Shane. Yeah. Two out of three ain't bad. But anyway, so you you're, you're kind of you said you're kind of a running back. I'm uh, a running back heavy kind of guy. Yeah. Um, with that said, I don't go crazy for him. Uh, I'm. I'm I'm a little closer to the tier kind of knowledge point as well. Uh, okay. I will put together. Normally, it's 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 my first round tier, and then it's my top twenty tier, and then after that, it's it's my gut. Okay, and, that's fair. And then I do research as I draft. Like I'll I'll look at somebody that I like, and then I'll pull up the information for them during the draft. So, I don't know. It's not. It's not a great strategy. It's not really a strategy altogether. I, but it's I, just. It's just how you draft, and that's the thing. Is one thing that you can take away from this is there isn't one strategy that has been proven to be the best. It is all based. Well, on I mean, what two years you, in a row. I think mine's proven to be the best. Anyways, um, your draft wasn't your strategy wasn't drafting. Your dynasty league. Yeah, I know. <laughs> And you trade I, a I lot. Do, I, I Remember, you lot. also traded like trade. Matt Jones for Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah, and that was great. It was great. But I'm I got, saying it's d- just to let you know, I got Alshon Jeffrey. Yes, fair. It was like the week before Matt Jones got benched. It was literally the week before he got benched. Um, but it it just it goes to show that because all of us are good fantasy football players, we wouldn't be on this podcast if we weren't. You know, everyone has their down luck every once in a while, but you can win with multiple strategies. It doesn't have to just be one that goes, oh, you know, zero RB is the best because this, 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 because you can also say zero wide receivers the best because this, this, this. And a lot of it, and, you know, you can have strategy for fantasy football at the end, Yang. A lot of it's luck. Yeah. I went, uh, Andrew Luck. Not Andrew. Not Andrew. Well, kind, sometimes well, Andrew. Th- no, this is Andrew sometimes Luck for Andrew. me went down. And I went to the waiver wire to try to pick up a backup quarterback because Matt Ryan, uh, I think I had just traded Matt Ryan to you, actually, and I needed a backup quarterback because Andrew Luck went down. Yep. And uh, I had uh, Dalton and uh, Palmer were both on the waiver wire, and I was trying to pick up Palmer, 
and Chris got to him right before I did. So I ended up having to settle for Dalton, who ended up being like a top five fantasy quarterback of the season. Mm-hmm. Although one thing I will say, kind of in my not in my defense, but with the whole Matt Ryan, David Johnson trade that very week, Ben Roethlisberger had got injured against the Rams. Oh no, it was a and desperation James, trade and Jameis Winston was on by and we had to play. I had to play somebody. Yep. It was a desperation <laughs> trade for you and it just happened to work out very well in your favor. Yeah, no, it, it, it I, and I was very it, at that point. David Johnson hadn't done anything to pr- yeah. prove that he was worthy of any kind of trade. Yeah, I mean, correct. I was I was super high in David Johnson. I had been from the start. And, yeah, so was I. It sucks. <laughs> and I really wanted him, and it just worked out that it was like a a lucky, perfect yeah. situation for me. Yep. I mean, I probably wouldn't have ended up with him, and you would have had the best team in the freaking world. Um, yeah. Because I think that, no no offense, I think you still would have ended up with the uh, number one overall Well, because I was tanking for it. Of course I would have ended up with it. I was tanking for it. And so it would have been, you would have had a backfield of David Johnson and, and Ezekiel, Ezekiel Elliott. Elliott, which is terrifying. Absolutely. <laughs> but well, your, that, your running back situation isn't too shabby either. I like David Johnson, Jordan Howard. I got, and Devonta Freeman. I got Devonta Freeman. I've got Tevin Coleman in case uh, somebody yep. turns out in that system. So you got a pretty good pretty good system there. It looks like, you're, looks like you're ready for another beer, so are we going to change topics? I think we're going to... Are we going to play a game? We're going to bust open a new game for you guys. So I'll let Carl explain this one. All right. So this is a variation on something that I, I, I was introduced to a while ago called the movie game, where someone names a movie... And then you have to name an actor from that movie, and then you have to name another movie from or in which that actor played. So, like, I would say uh, Tommy Boy, and Shane would go. Never seen to, no Chris Farley, and then, and then Zach would go David Spade. No, you no. Na- you name oh, another no, movie. You already messed it up. <laughs> you, then you would. I don't know a, the movie game. You would name another movie from that Chris Farley played. Oh, Beverly Hills Ninja. Right. Oh, and then and, and then no one. Carl else. would be screwed. And then I would. Oh, yeah. perfect. Um, so we did a, do a variation on that where we uh, name a NFL football player, either current or past. Um, I would name a player, and then Shane would either name a the college that they went to or a, a professional team that they played for. Yep, and then and you have to it's alternate too. So if I if he started with a player, I would then say a college team. He would uh, Zach then would say a player from that same college team. Then Carl would have to say uh, an NFL team that that player went to. So he couldn't because, I mean, you can't go uh, player, NFL, player, college. I, I think we should just do a Let's just do it. Let's, Let's just do, do it. Around. Yep. So um, I, I will start with uh, Ezekiel Elliott. Man, do now I, now I'm in a tough spot here because I either have to name an NFL team that I really don't like. See, this is different than or how we normally my play. least oh, this favorite. This is different than how we normally play. Ezekiel Elliott, Ohio State. Oh, I see what we're doing. Yeah, I was okay. like, I, I don't see, know what you guys are doing. That's right. Yep. So, okay, uh, so ignore he... everything we just explained. Um, <laughs> so you... should I explain it? Going... Yeah. Let's Zach. Let's have you explain okay, it real quick. So, like we just is going well mixed mixed up on here. Player player one will say a player and a team he plays for, whether it be college or pro. Then the next guy up has to take a team, a player from that same team, whether it be college or professional, and go with the opposite direction. So, like, I would say Ezekiel Elliott, Ohio State. Boo. And then Carl goes. Um, 
Chris Carter, Minnesota Vikings. Oh, I thought you were going to go Miami. Thought about it. But I could I could have gone Miami. I could have also gone Philadelphia Eagles because Chris Carter played for That's all true. Of those teams. Yep. So then I would go. You're on the Vikings, by the way. Oh, I'm on the Vikings. Yep. Uh, I would go Randy Moss, Marshall. And I would say Chad Pennington, New York Jets. Yep. Um, now we're now we're just gonna flow with it for a little bit. Yep. Let me clear my throat. Uh, Eric Decker, University of Minnesota. Wow. Uh, Lawrence Moroni, New England Apatriots. Uh, Shane's dream life mate, Tom Brady, Michigan. Oh, man, you just said just the sexiest sentence. God, you love it. You quit, um, quit looking at me like that, Shane. I'm not a piece mm-hmm. of meat. Braylon Edwards, Cleveland Browns. Oh, you just said a worse sentence. <laughs> <laughs> Johnny... Football, Texas A and M. Miles Garrett, Cleveland Browns. Hey, he's technically not an NFL player yet. He hasn't played in a game. He's got a contract. Joe Thomas, University of Wisconsin. Ooh, lineman U. Yes. Uh, I'm going to go the opposite side of the ball and say... Nichiu Desi? No, that no. was the that was. The, you always get that mixed up. I do, I do. Um, I'm just gonna go JJ Watts and Texans. <laughs> Who am I thinking? You're thinking of Erasmus James. I am thinking of Erasmus every James. Time you do that every time. They were drafted eight and nine, though, weren't they? They, they were drafted uh, a year apart from each other. I hate you so much, Jadavion Clowney, South Carolina. Um, Alshon Jeffrey, Chicago Bears. Yeah, da bears. Uh, let's go with uh, Rex Grossman, Florida. <laughs> Rex Grossman, Jesus. <laughs> Speaking of Grossman, Tim Tebow, Denver Broncos. <gasps> he also played for the Patriots. Yes, Fun he fact. Did. Um, he also played for the Mets. Fun fact. Fun fact. He, he had a, home, play, he he had a walk-off home run. He's uh, done that a couple times. Yeah. Normally, in his first game, for whatever uh, level he's at, he's hit a walk-off home run on it. Um, I'm on the... Who did you just give me? Uh, Tim Tebow, Denver Broncos. Um, let's go Peyton Manning, Tennessee Volunteers. Ooh, uh, let, us, let us go with... Uh, Robert Ayers, Tennessee Titans, right? No, he went to the Denver Broncos. Denver Broncos. My bad. Okay. Um, Demarius Thomas, Georgia Tech. Out of Tech. Uh, Megatron Den- bleh, retirement. Uh, Detroit, <laughs> Detroit <laughs> retirement. Detroit, <laughs> Detroit early Detroit retirement. Um, no, uh, well, Detroit Lions. Uh, Matthew Stafford, the Georgia Bulldogs. I was like, where are you going? He went to the Georgia. He went to Georgia Bulldogs. Justin Houston, Kansas City Chiefs. Somebody's got to mess up sometime. Well, we could we could all. I mean, we've got we've got kind of a big show premiere tonight, so we could just kind of cut it at that and call it a tie. Because otherwise, we could go for literally. That's true. We we can go for a very long time. So that's how you play the game. Uh, that's your trivia corner for the evening. Yep. 
play it with your friends, have fun. Um, it's a great thing if you're just bored and have nothing else to do, just start throwing out random names. We will do this party. for a very long time. Yeah. 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 Basically, with us, it just becomes a party trick. Yep. We've actually had people. St- I, I had a round with you. Yeah. At Malone's and people were like staring, watching us. Like people were like taking bets on who would yeah. mess up first. I, my my creme de la creme is Delaware. Is Delaware? No, it's Northern Iowa. Oh yeah, that's right. I do have two you're, for North. Yeah, two for Northern Iowa and two is, for Delaware. I think I I have two for Delaware. I know I have one for Northern Iowa. I've got two. I have. I call Carl a cheater. Um, How am I a cheater? <laughs> just because I because no one else knows. Just because I have an affiliation with Iowa, kind of. I almost went to Northern Iowa for school. Really? Anyway, uh, so that's been your fantasy hangover. I'm getting drunker. Uh, Carl's hopefully getting more less Sober. hungover. Uh, and I'm Zach good. is just being Zach. I'm good. He's just being but I Zach. think next week we're going to come back and we're actually going to have our game episode. You know, life happens. Chris couldn't be here. Um, we clearly missed oh, him. Actually, next week we might ha- not have our oh, game yeah, episode. That's right. We, uh, we actually have our own rookie draft on friday uh this week so next week we're gonna recap that kind of discuss who we think went too high who we think went too low let you know how ours actually went um maybe some things that made us really mad some trades that happened Hmm. it'll be a fun time trades will happen oh there will and most likely it'll be by me i drink your milkshake i I drink drink it up um I've, I've, i've we may talk for okay. Kansas City running back? Yeah. <laughs> I don't have any more, Carl. You've already gotten them yet, all. Yet. Hey, there's a new one. He can trade into the first round and for a Kansas City have, running back. How ironic would that be? He could trade into the first round. That is true. No, I've got I've got a player. I don't have a first round pick this year um, because I traded for Spencer Ware. Um, That's, that was so a choice. That was my, a choice. Okay, so hold on. I just want to point out the fact that in case people don't know this joke, Two years in a row. No, three in t- years in a row. Three years in a row in two different leagues. Carl traded the, his first round pick for a Kansas City running back. Jamal Charles twice and then, uh, <laughs> and then Spencer, Spencer Ware. Ware. To, so for the Spencer and it's Ware. gone well for people playing Carl. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've made the playoffs both you know both years. Hey, you didn't win. Years. I did not win. Could have. <laughs> you okay. changed the rules. If I if it, Yeah, if the rules would have been different, I would have been i would have won the, the the league this year but yeah um, what it could have should have i still got the belt baby whatever i'm the commi- baby well, i'm one of the commissioners i'm gonna have a talk with the other one right show now. me what you got i like what you got um, i like what you got you know i'm not, I'm not gonna defend my spencer Ware pick. I, it was the right move at the at that time the right move at the right time i was going you're saying just like spike lee you got all the right moves i'm leaving <laughs> okay <laughs> goodbye everybody we Bye, love everybody. you all see you next week